Check, check. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure. I'm Matt. I'm Dory. I'm old. Thank you. Matt turned 40 yesterday. Sure did. Hope you all had a great weekend. How was your birthday? My birthday proper? Just like, how has your birthday experience been? Uh, Good. You know, it's funny. I want to like, I want to say, well, like, how'd it go? It went well. <laughs> um, yeah. Yes. I've been very tired. Okay. I mean, that's what that's happens again, yeah, when you get again. old. Well, do you know that I can hear Henry in the background? Yeah, I can hear him too. <laughs> That'll just be like a little added bonus for everyone. Yeah, but then when I normalize it, it'll be pretty loud. Oh, yeah? It's interesting. Guys, Henry's having a time out there. <laughs> he looks so cute with his goggles on, like a little little kid with glasses. Mm. And I was just picturing him wearing glasses and thinking how cute he would look with glasses. Okay. That's all. You want him to have bad eyes like no like the rest of us no i don't and also like i think henry with glasses would be annoying because he would always lose them probably i'm or sure i mean he breaks my glasses so yeah but that's all just that he looked cute he looks cute in goggles good that's all that's all i'm saying okay i'm glad that he's having a good time um, out in the pool with holly matt do you want to tell people what you got for your birthday I got no card from Henry. Because he has he re- refused. He refused. To, I got I got a card to be from Henry yeah. and asked him, starting like two days in advance, like, could he decorate? Because he always decorates a mm-hmm. birthday card and he'd always be like, no, I'll do it tomorrow or yep. I'll do it on Dita's birthday. And then he did not want to do it yesterday. He, again, didn't want to do it today. So it's really been, it's been something. <laughs> yeah. He did blow up 200 balloons. I don't even know. It's only a slight exaggeration. How many balloons do you think he is in, are in his room? 50? It's an absurd amount of balloons that are just in his playroom that he quote unquote had for my birthday. Yeah. Which really just was he wanted to cover the floor in balloons. Yes. And jump around. Yes. So that part's nice. <laughs> I, got, um, I got some balloons put on me. Mm-hmm. At like five something in the morning. Yep. And then he demanded to watch his stuff. Mm -hmm. So I put on some handyman Hal. Yep. And then tried to fall asleep. Mm -hmm. And then he would hit me when I was snoring. Mm -hmm. So that was great. Mm -hmm. And uh, eventually woke up. Mm What did we do yesterday during the day? I don't remember. What did your wife get you for your birthday? Dory got me some binoculars for stargazing, stargazing binoculars. We talked about how we should have binoculars in the house. It was a good present because we talked about it, but I was like, I don't have binoculars. We both agreed that that seemed like something I would have. Indeed. And I didn't until now. Now I have that. Uh, Henry already disassembled the part that works on the tripod and now it doesn't, I can't put it back together. I don't know how to do that. Great. So he's really something. (laughs) He's really a special four year old. 
Oh, God. Maybe uh, we can get a replacement part. Yeah, I mean, I was all psyched yesterday. I mean, we should talk about the, the party, the surprise oh, party yes. on Friday. Yes. Dory bamboozled me into being around people. I did. So. <laughs> with uh, the help of my friend Nicole, who we've probably mentioned on here. I don't know. She's a wonderful first uh, AD slash now director of her own. But uh, yeah, she she's the one who got me back into golf. Yeah. It's really her fault. Yeah. Um. But anyway, she was kind enough to let Dory uh, launch a plan of attack from her home. With like four days notice. Yeah, it was a, it was not, you know, it was not, um, not an easy feat. No. And you know, I, Do you I wish you thought of it earlier. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. Because I mean, it's not, I was just about to say, like, it's not typical me to plan something so last minute. Right. I think that worked somewhat it, to your advantage. Slash. Yes. It also would have been annoying to keep the secret for like three weeks or something. But it would have been easy because it like would have been like a situation where you have me RSVP for something. Right. Totally. And then I forget about it. Yes. Until the day of. And then I try to get out of it. So here, I mean, I I'd, I'd sort of thought about it. And then I was like, well, we have no money. Like, I don't want to do like a dinner and pay for a babysitter mm-hmm. and we're going to pay for a babysitter for Taylor Swift next week. And then Matt suggested that I take a friend instead of go with me to Taylor Swift. Right. So my friend Elizabeth is coming and then, and I canceled our babysitter. Mm-hmm. And then the other, like a few days ago, I was like, well, I did cancel the babysitter for Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. So maybe I should just shift that to matt's birthday Mm -hmm. and like we could do something and then i was like matt doesn't even like to go out to dinner like why would i why would i do that yeah so then i was like i mean something i don't like to go out to dinner i just uh i mean i guess when it's hot i don't like to go out to dinner because it's Mm, hot i don't like leaving the house when it's hot yeah and then i was like you know matt hasn't seen a lot of his friends in a long time and you know, I think it would be nice to show him that he's still loved. I am would be even more loved if my birthday didn't happen on August fifth, which is yeah. So a day when apparently, like the world leaves the town. The world was out of town. So I mean, yes, I only gave people four days notice, but even if the run up was there, I, I people yes, would have to be well, gone anyway. That's what I was gonna say. So many people were just not available because they weren't here. That. Right. Even if I'd reached out to them three weeks earlier, that would not have changed their travel plans. Right. Um, so that was like a lot of people were out of town. And then a few people were going to Taylor Swift. Yes. Um, a few people claimed they had plans. <laughs> um, I don't even know who you're referring to, but. No, just like people were like, oh, we have plans we can't change, or like, oh, we, sure. you know, whatever. I'm sure that I, I don't. But then again, again, it's four days notice. Exactly. So, it's four days and notice. And it's a Friday. Then, and I was like, and and there are 100% going to be people who cancel, who flake, who cancel day of. I'm a Captain Flake myself. Because that always happens. And so the morning of the party, the texts started coming in. One one couple said they'd been up all night with their kid who was sick. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then I got another text later that day. 
who, from a friend who was like, I'm at urgent care with my son and I'm sick. I was like, okay. And then I got another email from someone like, oh, my right, dogs was sick. right before the party saying that her dog was sick and she had thrown up and she, and she didn't want to leave the dog alone. Which I, I buy that. So knowing how both that dog and she are. Yeah. And like everyone who said they couldn't, like almost everyone who said they couldn't make it was like, tell Matt happy birthday. We'd love to see you guys. And I was kind of like, okay, but now that's that like, do you really mean that a and B like now I have like, who's reaching out to make these individual plans. That seems like a lot of work question too. (laughs) Like the whole point of a party is like you knock out a lot of social engagements at once. Right. (laughs) Um, but, you know, I brought some stuff over to Nicole's earlier in the day, like Matt's cake and some refreshments. I was, Matt uh, was podcasting. I was recording a three and a half hour podcast with and, Andy, who somehow managed to also keep a secret. Um, I was sort of stressing to Nicole about the number of people who were going to show up. And she was like, you know, you guys had trivia at your house before the pandemic and you didn't have that many people there. And I was like, you know what? You're right. Yeah, even if we had gone of like teams of three. Yeah, it would have been fine. Yes. Um and it was like a nice group. Yeah. And it was just it was she got most of my golf contingent there. I know. It was fascinating. I was like, yeah, all right. Well, Nicole gave me all their contact. Yeah. No. That was the other thing I was like my I was like digging deep for people's contact information. I get it. I get it. <laughs> like I was messaging people on Instagram. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was like searching our email for your friend's emails that I didn't have their numbers. And a bunch of them I found from people who had responded to Henry's birth announcement. Right. Yeah, sure. Well, that was a good one to go to because that's, yeah. you know. Um, and yeah. So, you know, I... I think Matt said that he had a suspicion. I did just because of how it went down. Because Nicole is very particular about how she does things. Yes. And also. But unfortunately, you know. there was like, I, I actually did think about asking Nicole to make like a fake paperless post. That would have, that would have made me more, uh, less suspicious. But sure. I was like, well, it's only four days notice. Like maybe like he'll think this is just like a like casual Because like the last thing. time, like the la- what's funny is like before she went out off to Europe with her boyfriend, um. She'd like text me like, we have a barbecue randomly tomorrow. Come by. I was like, that's not enough notice. Mm. And then she's suddenly having a random trivia right, night. Right, right, right. Um, but I do think you were a little bit surprised. Yes. But also like, you know, I got more suspicious when you um, weirdly shuffled around the car and like, you would like move to like make sure I went in first. Oh, that was not conscious. Oh, that was like I was like that's this is weird. And then surprise, mm-hmm. we did it. Uh it was very nice of everybody that came and very nice of Ari to run trivia, superscript trivia for all your trivia needs. I mean, I I paid him. Of course. <laughs> But yes, he did put it together with very short notice. Um, and he, he had a couple of custom Matt Myra rounds, yes. which was very sweet. It was really terrific. I lost. First time I've really lost. You really like that. lost. I really last placed it, guys. 
Yeah. What do I? What do I? What do I? What do I chalk that up to? Andy being on my team. Ooh, yeah. burn. It was like, because there's like the whole thing of like we're waffling. A lot of answers we were like waffling back and forth on two answers, mm. and then like because you don't want to say the answer out loud, you're trying to whisper. Yes. And then when I'm hearing him whisper, I'm like hearing him like I'm thinking he's saying not blah 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 when he's like blah 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 is the answer. So then I don't do the answer mm. and then you know then it's my fault <laughs> anyway it was it was it was great uh and we're home by eleven thirty. yep which was even later than i thought we would be same same um same. but it was uh i mean it was just it was just it was nice it was uh, also it was also and and then it doesn't sound low key. It was low key, which I appreciated. Yeah, you know, maybe because there was charcuterie, which I think makes something feel low key. Because it's like we're not serving a meal here, guys. Come on. Just, yeah, I and when I texted, just eat well, your cheese and stuff. When I like told people, I I tried to make it pretty clear that it wasn't going to be dinner. Mm. Um, I said we'll have snacks and drinks and cake. Great. Um. And Andy texted to ask if he should eat beforehand. <laughs> that's that's a that's a secunda right there. And I said, well, it's not going to be dinner, so right, yeah, yes, I would probably eat beforehand. That's really funny. <laughs> we have, hang on, let me play the sound clip. Ah! Oh, sorry, did I just pull the? <laughs> yes. Hang on, I'm just going to play the sound clip we use on the show. I thought it was wait there's too many too many playing hang on stop all stop all and i have osw reviews playing wrestlemania 11 but i wanted to play this i wanted to play this and he needs a sandwich and a pizza and some ice cream and some donuts and a good pizza to cover up the bad pizza and some tacos and a burger and some french fries and a milkshake and some cookies and some onion rings. Matt needs a pizza too. He's like the very hungry caterpillar. Yeah, he really is. That's that's, a, that's the perfect way to describe Andy Secunda. He's the very hungry caterpillar. Yeah. Wow. Although I don't think he ever is going to turn into a butterfly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's sad. Oh uh, my god, it's great. Um. And like you got Gretchen and Aaron there, which was great because I had gone to their birthdays. Totally. And I was like, oh, this is fantastic. Yes. We're and all, we're and all birthdayed. <laughs> Gretchen was, was very sweet and got back to me right away and was so excited. And uh, I was thrilled to see them. And she won. Her team won. Yes. I Well, less you know, I said that. to her, Gretchen, I bet you're going to be really good at trivia. And she was like characteristically like, no, I have like huge blind spots. Blah, blah. And I was like, I don't think so. Well, I bet you're really good. All at her blind spots were like not didn't come up. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like Aaron was on my team. And a few times he looked over at, at there. Like if we were having trouble, he, was, he would look over and be like, oh, I, bet, I know Gretchen knows this one. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, we did that, and then it was very nice of Dodo, and then she was. She I asked, didn't. I honestly didn't know how you would react. I was like, "Is he gonna be annoyed? What would I do? How would I? What would be? What, well, there, if I was annoyed, how would I react? You wouldn't. You wouldn't express it 
at the party, but afterwards yeah. you might be like, I can't believe you did that or something. Like, I didn't know how you were going to react. Um, no, it was, it was great. And then on my actual birthday, which was Saturday, we, I mean, first of all, we had the worst Red Sox loss of the year. It was, it was tough. It was tough. Which really just was like, I was like, here, I was looking, so looking forward to just watching that Red Sox game and then watching SummerSlam. Mm -hmm. Like, I was mm -hmm. like, oh, it's going to be a lovely Saturday. Yep. But then you wanted to take a Andy, you want to take Henry <laughs> to batting cages. Yes. And then. Which I think was really fun. He had a great time. I, well, I mean, I enjoyed it too, but yeah. like, also like. And we only I was missed, throwing to him so we much. We only missed the first like ten minutes of the game. Oh, I don't care about missing anything. I'm oh. just like it was such a like out of left field thing to do. I know. On well, my birthday. Yes. Well, here's what happened. As we were driving home from gymnastics, he pointed. We like went by a park with like a baseball diamond, and he's like, "Mama, do you think Dita will go to the park with me and play baseball?" Mm. And I was like, "You can ask him." <laughs> But like in my head, I'm thinking there's no way at like noon on a hot summer day, Matt is going to go to a baseball diamond and stand out there for an hour and throw baseballs to Henry. Right. And then he said, well, would you go? And I was like, um, <laughs> you also don't want to. Do I that. also don't want to do that. Who right. wants to do that? So then when we got home, I said, hey, you know. It was could, like, I wish a machine could be a mom or dad. Yeah, well, I was like, we could go to a batting cage because at least we won't be in the hot sun blazing down on us. Well, you know, you did find one of the few indoor batting cages. I did. Because a lot of the batting cages uh, at other amusement type places are outdoors. Mm, I didn't know that, actually. Yeah. So we had proposed the batting cage to him previously and he had rejected it. I don't know if it's because he didn't understand what it was or what but he was like no i don't want to go rejects things all the time but this time he was like yes let's do it <laughs> and his main concern was how far away it was yes um which it wasn't that far away it was like 15 minutes away so we went there and he, we did it for he did he hit balls for half an hour straight we Matt, rented the cage for a half hour yeah which turned out to be the perfect amount well, of time it was actually i was glad he said half hour because i asked him how much how long he wanted to go and he goes mm, 30 maybe. minutes yeah <laughs> and i was like okay so we got the cage and then opted to pitch to him rather than the machine yes which i think was wise yeah but like I think the machine could have, he would have been able to hit the slow stuff coming out of the machine. But anyway, yeah, it threw three buckets of balls at him. I don't even know how many balls were in the bucket. I probably did. 50? I mean, I. It felt like a lot. Yeah. I mean, look, an average, what is an average outing for a starter? 120 pitches would mm -hmm. be like a nine inning game for them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's, I threw a nine inning game to Henry, who in the last bucket decided to run the bases. Yes, which, <laughs> which I is didn't just run in a circle around them, which I also didn't love because there was a group of guys in the cage next to us and they were hitting them pretty hard. And I just like at one point he like sort of like tripped and laid down like yeah, where he could have gotten hit by the like by the net. And I was like, but you can't do that. Like, yeah, <laughs> so it made me a little nervous. Um but he had a good time. He had a really good time. He he said he wanted to go back today. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> when did um, he say that? Well, he had said it 
I can't remember if he said it this morning or if he said it last night. And I said, well, maybe we can go back after, because we had a play date this morning. So yeah. maybe we can go back after the play date. And then I think he sort of forgot about it. Right. Um, but it was definitely like a, a hit activity. Well, man, during the week, it doesn't even open till two. So. Okay. I'm just saying, if he's like. Hankering to go. Yeah. Right. It's really like, you can't really. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, but yeah, that was good. That was my. Uh, Red Sox game was a debacle on every front. I don't understand. I mean, I do understand what's happening with this team. It's like, well, it bothers me endlessly. But anyway, we did that. And then Henry got to see some wrestling for the first time. Yeah, he sure did. And since then, he's really um, taken to uh, bamming me. So, you know, I tried to not let him see it for as long as I could. But then when, you know, when the summer, when SummerSlam's here, what are you going to do? SummerSlam. All right. Okay. We'll be right back. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of the heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. 
I uh, don't know why you'd return anything because what? But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like you know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, if for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Okay, we're back. Hello. Um, just a reminder that you can... Then for dinner oh. on my birthday, we discovered that a restaurant very nearby has uh beef wellington on the menu yeah so we ordered and they could deliver it i was like this is this is ridiculous what a what a what a special treat yeah for my birthday Mm -hmm. dory convinced me to get that instead of the fish and chips i was like fish and chips doesn't feel special right like beef wellington beef wellington isn't something you're gonna just get every day right it's like a special occasion yes. dish so I, I i did i did push for the beef wellington and you know what i'm glad i did i agree i think it was uh hands down the best beef wellington i've ever eaten in our house have you eaten any other no. beef wellington in our house okay correct right <laughs> okay now well, we need to remind everyone that they can email us at doryandmatt at gmail or Matt and Dory at gmail or call or text us at 413461baby. That's correct. Um, we love getting your emails and voicemails and texts. We really do. That's so. true. Do we have any voicemails today? We don't. We just have a, we have a clip. Oh, so there is something. I there is something in the Dropbox that you do need to pull. Okay. Um but no actual voicemails. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. We are going to start with an email from Holly, not our babysitter. Hello, doormat Henry and Bo. Over the past four years, my husband and I have been going through the ups and downs of fertility and have been working with a reproductive clinic. It is difficult to think that our now 19 month old son from our first egg retrieval slash first transfer will probably be our only child. After two more ICSI egg retrievals and three transfers later, and we have no embryos to freeze. I'm left exhausted, defeated, and heartbroken at 42 years old, feeling like my chances are less likely to be successful the longer I try IVF at this point. I'm still processing my thoughts and feelings as the result of our last retrieval was recent. My husband feels very fortunate to have our son and is content with being one and done, but I'm struggling to let go of the want. We both have siblings and realizing that our son may not grow up with an in-home buddy when to share holidays with and the morbid thought of not having to, a sibling to lean on when his parents pass away is crushing. Would you mind putting the egg signal out to those listeners who are an only child? I'm looking for their honest opinion and perspective growing up and as an adult with no siblings. 
Hoping this may allow me to make peace with this desire of what a family should look like. My stats are 1300 square foot house, a husband, one 19 month old and one five year old mini golden doodle, three TVs, one 65 inch, one 47 inch, one movie projector. My husband has had a handful of hot dogs from Costco and I've had countless Italian sausages. Thank you for all that you do. I'm so grateful for this podcast and feel validated slash seen your friend in Columbus, Ohio, Holly. Thank you, Holly. Um, you know, I said something last night to Henry because Bo had come up on his bed while, like, while we were reading books, and he was like trying to get him to move, and Bo sort of like moved, and then he was trying to get him to move by throwing the beanbag at him, mm-hmm, and I was mm-hmm. like, "But you can't do that! Like, it's kind of scaring him. Like, you can tell." And I was like, "You be nice to your brother," and he was like, "He's not my." brother (laughs) he's a dog (laughs) and i was like well yeah he's your dog brother he was like no (laughs) wow rude honestly it was rude (laughs) sorry bo i mean this doesn't answer your question i hope you didn't hear that bobo i i get the sense that henry is very content being an only child oh i think only children are super content being only children (laughs) Particularly in the earlier stages of only childrendom. Yeah. Um, but, you know, will that change as he gets older? I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. We're in the same boat, you know. I think I most would like to have a sibling for Henry when I'm, like, too tired. Like, go play with your brother. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, go get into shenanigans elsewhere, please. Yeah. I'm busy. Yeah. Um, but other than that, you know, I, the extra plane ticket, imagine that. Oof. Yeah, I mean, certainly your expenses and your, like, hassle go up a lot when you have another kid. Oh, more tuition? Yeah. Ugh. I'm just trying to come up with reasons why you should be very happy to have one child. <laughs> I mean, it is, I think it is objectively easier to have one child in many ways, except for the, like, there is no built-in playmate. Um, right. So. Especially when they don't accept their dog brother as their brother. How dare they? Yeah, I know. Bo, Bo really is, he just loves Henry so much and just wants to be around him He loves all, the time. all of us so much. I know, but I think he especially loves Henry, and I feel like he feels, like, responsible for Henry. Well, I don't know how to feel about that. No. Um, Yeah, it's funny, Holly. Like, I... I mean, I've talked about this before. I don't know if I'm, like, delusional. I might be delusional. In the sense of, like, I do sometimes think about, like, well, maybe we could have another. Like, in a... Mm. Like... It's not, it's not that crazy. Like if we kind of get our financial lives together and. <laughs> Which the longer the strike goes, seems less and less likely. Um, but, you know, in a, in a. I'm like, I've shot my personal checking account has had $3.92 in it for three days straight. That's not. A I'm lot. only shocked because nothing is like, there's been like no weird, like, um. Uh, automatic subscription or something right 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 um yeah but like financially it's just not an option for us right now no again three dollars and 92 we're we're like 
barely keeping our heads above water here. So thanks for joining the Patreon, everyone. <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash Excellent Adventure. Um I think I'm gonna I'm gonna apply for full time jobs. Where? I don't know. Mm. But all right. Well, let's make a resume for me too. Just submit us both. One of us might get hired. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, <laughs> do you ever read the um, overemployed Reddit subreddit? No. It's about people who secretly have more than one job. Mm-hmm. And there was a woman who said she submitted her husband's resume for a position, like a very similar position to her at her job, and had and her husband did the interview. Mm-hmm. But now she's doing the job. But like he's getting paid. It's like kind of genius. She's doing the job, but he's getting paid. So like, I mean, it doesn't matter. They're married. So they're both getting the money. But like she's basically doing because it's all remote. So she's doing two. She's doing his job. Oh, so she just submitted it. He did an interview. Yes. She says, you're hired. Great. Yes. I'm going to sit here at my computer and do both our jobs. And just do both our jobs. You keep doing your actual job. And just wow. show up for like the occasional meeting or whatever. <laughs> kind of brilliant. It's kind of brilliant. Um, anyway. Okay. This is from Rebecca. Matt, I can commiserate with you on life stuff. I'm 36. Been living with my parents since 2017. Separation slash divorce. No luck with finding a guy. Tried all the apps. And in the process of getting my master's to become a librarian, which is not lucrative to say the least. No. I also feel like crap in terms of body image and struggling to do something about it. So while our situations are not exactly the same, I feel like we can agree that life currently deserves two middle fingers and hopefully one day we'll both be in better places. Look, Rebecca, I'm happy to drop a couple birds for you. And myself. So there we go. There we go. Up yours, life. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I'm sorry, Rebecca. That sounds not fun. Well, you know, librarian though that 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 that's 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 a calling, you know. I mean. Honestly, to yeah. Like get the get you know to be like the uh, holder of the sacred texts. Totally, <laughs> the purveyor I, of knowledge I in mean, the community. I do think librarians, especially now, often like really change people's lives for the better. Of course. I mean, it's, it's you said you're in Massachusetts, so that seems like a better place to be a librarian than say Florida. Mm-hmm. But the beauty of it is, people can ban books from anywhere. They just call mm-hmm. and pretend to be from somewhere else. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right. Well, thank you, Matt. For You're that, welcome. That uplifting thought. Here I um, am. All right. We are going to take another little breaky break, and we'll be right back. Okay. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. And we're back. Hello, Matt. Would you like to read this next text? Yeah. 
I mean, I'm the king of reading this next text. That's what I thought. Where'd it go? I've lost it. Text, colon. Had to pause the pod for a child pooping travel anecdote. After last week's story of Henry peeing on a tree. When I was in Shanghai for a study abroad in 2017, I witnessed a nearly toddler-aged child being held over a regular public trash can to poop. I didn't get closer to investigate the child's clothing situation, but the visual has stayed with me. Well, I can guarantee you that's exactly what was happening. I mean... A child decided they needed to go in the most inconvenient of places. And as a parent, you're just like, fuck it. Yeah. And I guess there was no bathroom. Look, I can think of a number of streets that Henry's peed on. (laughs) Oh, same. (laughs) Same. If you're in the, uh, if you're in the like, I mean, I would extend it from Atwater down to Santa Monica. If you live anywhere in that stretch, Henry might have peed on your street. (laughs) That's very true. Um, Thank you for that visual. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Okay. We, you know, we got more um, people writing in about Wegmans. I love that we're the Wegmans complaint line podcast. (laughs) This is from Emily. Market Basket would like to sponsor us. Let us know. (laughs) Who says, I'm writing in to give you my two cents on the Chestnut Hill Wegmans. TLDR. Yes, it's definitely overrated. Thank you. I did IVF at CCRM and general OB care on Route 9 in Chestnut Hill, so I'm very familiar with that Wegmans. My general opinion is that it's Whole Foods prices for worse than Whole Foods quality and experience, and I don't think that's a particularly unique opinion. Hmm. The Wegmans in the Natick Mall just closed. Ha! Ha! One exception. I love their almond butter. However... I got news for you. If you you got a decent enough blender at your house... You can make your own almond butter very easily. That's true. However, my mom grew up in Rochester, New York, so I spent my childhood visiting family in upstate New York, and each trip would be incomplete without a visit Mm. to Wegmans. It was an utterly magical place. Bulk bins of every candy you could ever imagine, delicious house-baked cheesy bread, and great prices. Hang on. I haven't seen bulk bins of candy in forever. I mean, I think COVID killed it. Uh, Am I crazy? No. I don't think bulk bins exist anymore. No, they're at Sprouts. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, they had bulk bins. Yeah. Weird bullshit. Um, I recently went to a Wegmans in the Finger Lakes region and found it generally better than the ones we have in the Boston area, but not mythical status. Mm. So maybe the Wegmans mythology derives mostly from its 1990s upstate New York heyday. <laughs> anyway, all that's to say, the Chestnut Hill Wegmans definitely sucks, but I also have experienced some of the greatness Wegmans fans speak about. Okay, now time for a question. We need to buy two car seats for our nanny's car, which will bring our total supply to six. Oh, my God. Which is way more money than I ever wanted to spend on car seats. I'm looking at the Costco Sonera car seat that everyone raves about for travel since it's so affordable. But how is it so cheap? Do we trust it as a nanny car seat option? It would be used for trips around town a few times a week. Or if anyone knows of other super affordable but reliable options, please chime in. Emily is in 2,300 square feet in Jamaica Plain, Massachusetts, oh, with one science toddler, one free baby, and one hu- husband. We have a TV. It's big-ish. No idea the inches. I'm the kind of person who's just as content to stream a show on my 2016 MacBook as I am to watch something on a huge fancy 4K TV. And no hot dogs yet in 2023, but hoping that streak ends soon. Um, I, look, here's the deal with Costco. They're just, they're just really good at... Um, this is not Costco. This is Costco. It is not. Oh, well, then I don't know anything about this. Well, you do because we used this once and it was terrible. What? Do you remember? This is shocking news Do you remember? I think it was two summers ago. We brought this car seat with us to Massachusetts 
and we put it in the car and every time we like turned a corner it would like move oh that's because i barely installed it correctly oh yeah it would he would henry would laugh because whenever we turn a corner he would he, his seat would slide that way like a lot <laughs> yes a lot yeah and yeah, I was like, I put it in wrong. I was in like, fairness. this car seat sucks. It was, well, it was hard to get put in correctly. But also like we're shoving it into the back of a, of a, of a, of a, of a mid nineties Range Rover. Mm. So it was like, does this thing even have clips? <laughs> right. I tried to figure it out. Try to make it do the seatbelt, uh, thingamajiggy, the seatbelt, um, what do you call it? Option for anchoring the thing and it just mm-hmm. didn't quite work but again i think that has to do with a couple things i think that was the rear seat belt of that range rover right and the car seat anchors on it i mean so that said that our experience with it wasn't great no i but i think it was user error i have not been i i i do not recommend that car seat ever but as Matt pointed out, it could be user error. Oh, 100% was. Um, what I'm saying to you is like, as long as you get it installed correctly by your nanny or yourself or your husband or your, you know, neighbor who's good at car seat installation. Right. Then I would say, go for it. Okay. So I am seeing the Costco Sonera car seat is $50. That is cheap. Personally, I would feel a little more comfortable and I know it's annoying to spend all this money on car seats. I would I would feel a little more comfortable if you spent like $100 and got something like a little more substantial. I would trade cars with your nanny every morning. <laughs> Um, maybe that's not an option. Okay. I'm just saying like, here go here. Take these two car seats in here. Here's another option. And, and there, there are people who say, don't do this. Don't do this. So I just want to acknowledge that before I make this recommendation, mm-hmm. but you can get a used car seat. And don't do this. You just have to be a hundred percent certain that it has not been in an accident. And that it's not expired. So get a Carfax report from the VIN number of the car you're buying it from. I'm just saying, like, buy it from someone who you who seems trustworthy. Hmm. Um, That's always worked in society. Look, I'm just saying this is why I'm qualifying it. But I think there are plenty of car seats out there that have never been in an accident that still have like years left until they expire. And there's no reason why they should just be like thrown away. Car seats expire. Yes. Wow. Car seats expire. News to me. So, you know, that could also be an option, especially for a car seat that is going in your nanny's car. That is all I will say. You might be able to get Mm. like a much more solid thing than the Costco scenario, which I, again, am not a huge fan. She doesn't like it. I don't like it. I don't, whatever. Look, I don't like it. Um, okay. We're going to read this next email from Marina. Hello, Matt, Dory, Bo, and Henry. Happy birthday again, Matt. I hope you were able to do something in a shaded cold area. Yeah. Well, we did. The, there was the batting cage. Yeah. Writing in because you asked for thoughts on Wegmans from those in the Metro Boston area. That is me. We used to live in Brookline and are very familiar with the Chestnut Hill Wegmans. I thought it had a great selection, but it was always so crowded on the weekends. 
Multiple people in the narrow walkways. The checkout lines were very long. The parking lot was big, but also busy. I agree with that listener who said the bathrooms were nice. They are. We much preferred shopping at the Star Market across the street on Route 9 as it was much less crowded. Star Market, see what makes us shine. There's a nice playground there with a splash pad. Sewell Playground. Henry would love it. Um, Mm, He would. He loves a splash pad. And now I'm near the Natick Mall Wegmans, which to the dismay of many, many people here is now closing. Wow. This one was right in the Natick Mall. So I guess the real estate prices were too high and they didn't have enough business. It always seemed busy to me, but it is unfortunate that it's closing since the only reasonably priced grocery store nearby is a dingy stop and shop. Sorry to all the stop and shop fans. Are there, <laughs> are there stop and shop fans? Um, we never stopped. As, we never shopped at stop and shop when I was growing up. We always shopped at Star Market. We shopped at, I mean, we were market basket people because we were in Lowell, but. We like, didn't have a market basket think, in Harris growing uh, up. At my grandmother's when we would always go to the grocery store in Cambridge, I think we went to the Star Market. Yeah, we were always Star Market people. Yeah. I don't think we have a market basket nearby, but I think it will surprise Matt when I say that I've never actually been to a market basket. Whoa. I've been in the Boston area for 14 years now. Hope everyone enjoyed this grocery store segment. Stats, three TVs. Biggest one is about 55 inches in the living room, two adults, two kids. Metro West Boston, hot dog count. I think around seven for me. I just had a hot dog from Hot Doogie last night. Do they have those in California? No. And it was delicious. Uh, listen, Marina, there's a, if you're, if you're ever like down towards route nine again, and I would say just, just, if you want to go to a market basket, just do the drive. It's like 10 more minutes. You got to go up 95 and I think it's in Waltham. Yeah. There's also one in Chelsea. There's a giant Waltham market basket. It's the biggest one I've ever seen. And it has the, all the best stuff. I think it's their flagship store. Okay. They're the the market basket soda aisle alone. Oh, boy, oh, boy. You want some grape soda? You want some orange soda? Sarsaparilla? No problem. Um, okay. One last email from Christine. Hello, I had to write in with a clue as to why these kids have started saying fucking. <laughs> My kids were watching Bluey while I was folding laundry, and I swear Bandit said fucking. I rewound it and found out he said mucking around thanks to the closed captions. It's season three, episode 30 puppets. And it comes Henry's been watching a lot towards the end when the girls are trying to prove that bandit is the puppet. Um, You know, Henry has been trying to prove that I'm the pincher quote unquote. Cause there's like, um, you know, I just do it like light pinches on him mm -hmm. when we're, uh, when we're pretending we're in the cave Mm -hmm. and uh, I'm like, I'm sorry. The pinchers are out. And he's like, Dita, you're the pincher. I'm like, what? I'm like, no, no, no. These aren't out. And he's like, I can't be the pincher. How am I the pincher? And he's like, look, it's your hand, Dita. That looks like your hand. It's not the pinchers. And I'm like, oh, I'm pretty sure it's the pinchers. Oh, my gosh. Um, okay. So I'm trying to attach a clip I filmed off the TV for you to listen to. Is this the culprit? Hmm. Let's find out. Here we go. Whoopsie doopsie. He's just mucking around. That's why I love this guy. Dad, tell him the truth. Hmm. Mm-hmm. He's just mucking around. That's why I love this guy. Dad. Uh, I mean, it could be, but it could be. that is an episode he has. Well, what is he saying to me lately? Then I'm like, he's asking. I feel like every time he's t- saying it, he's like asking me if I want to die. 
Oh. Do die. <laughs> what does he say? He says, um, he says something about do die, but that he's not asking if you want to. Hey, die. Dita, do you want do die? And I'm like, yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't want to die. No. Um, all right. Well, this brings us to the end of our podcast here. Okay. Okay. I think we had a great time. Yeah. I mean, I'm 40, so a little slower than normal. Yeah. I get it. Maybe this is this is the new normal now, I guess. Oh, you didn't tell them about the card I got you. The cool card I got you. <laughs> With all the things that happened in 1983. She got me a card that like <laughs> classically would come from a fucking cracker like a barrel. Spencer's gift. No, it come from like a cracker barrel. <laughs> where it's like 1983, here's all the things that happened. <laughs> but it's like it's like a card that you would get for a boomer and then it remind it like made me think, "Oh yeah, well we're old now. Yes. Like, these are the cards we get. Yeah, we're going to remember the things. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're the next boomers. It's fine. Uh, it is what it is. We're all getting to be uh, overcome with nostalgia. Yes, indeed. <laughs> so, that said. Indeed. Do we have uh, patrons to thank today? We sure do. Great. Let's head over to the section I like to call, please support the show head over to patreon you can go to uh patreon.com forward slash excellent adventure get yourself up to two bonus episodes every single month uh we'd like to thank our supporters if they're at the five dollar level or above we read their name on the podcast we speak their name so that others know what a generous spirit they have if you sign up now you get the back catalog of podcasts so you know if you want to suddenly have hundreds of podcasts sitting in your podcast box Yep, your podcast. There box. you go. All uh, right. Thanks to Angie James, Britt S. Baker, Josephine W., Ariana Perry, Bethany, Bonnie L., Brittany Dyer, Carol Balala McNamara, Catherine Field, Cecily Templeton, Christina, Christina Keller, Diane M. Martin, Emily F., Aaron Riley, Evelyn Schmevelin, Gretchen, Jamie Stokey, Jenna Marie Nelson, Jennifer Zayas, Kelly Davis. Maria Baker. Mary Jo George. Melissa Bozeman. Mike. Nassim Kansari. Olivia Fahey. Adina Laterhendler. Alicia. Charlotte Nunes. That's probably Alicia. Yeah. Okay. Don. Katie Allen. Lynn Weisinger. Mickey Smith. Mimi Steinberg. Ronit Mazzoni. Sophia F. Caroline Land. Jennifer H.S. Tyler R. would support a Patreon of even just a podcast of Sidekick with Matt Myra. Man, you know... I don't know how I, I don't know how to get a hold of that show. I have two seasons of it that are somewhere. I don't know. I don't know what hard drive they're sitting on. Yeah. If any. Right. Anyway, beside the point. I wouldn't even know who to contact because Alpha doesn't exist anymore. Anyway, uh, where were we? Oh yes, Abba and Alec Meredith Fletcher and Florence Babel. Alex Lou. Amanda Crochet. Amy. You skipped Amanda Powell. I did not. Because I wanted you to say it so that I could go, oh, yeah, Amanda Powell. Uh, Amy. Amanda Powell again. And Andrew McClure. And Ann Fluker. And Amanda Powell. Okay. All right. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye.